Hello, everybody. The seventh <laughs> episode of Nick and Rick, where I'm not Nick, I'm Rick. I'm they Eric. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. And we have somebody else. Today we have a special guest. Who is it? Hannah Benish. Oh, Hannah Benish. <laughs> who that? Who that? That's me. Thank you. I was kind of hoping for like some sort of little introduction there, but. You know. Oh, Rick. Okay. No, well, we're so just going to record it. Let me do that. No, 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 no. So, <clears throat> I'll wait. Our, our special okay. guest. So, our special guest, Hannah Benish. No, we got to. She hails we gotta, we from gotta, Nebraska. <laughs> No, we got to like, we gotta like, like, like build her up, here. build her up, and okay. then boom, right. Hannah Benish. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they know it's Hannah Benish at this point. We can <laughs> cut <okay>. this out. <laughs> no, we're not gonna cut this out. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want me to cut it out. Okay. So, no, introduce me. So I'm we ready. have this really awesome person who comes from Nebraska, which I know all our corn comes from there, and that's what we live off of here in America. So that's that's cool. Am I Unless right? you're Mexican. That's and you get your corn from Mexico. As the saying goes, in Mexico, Mexico is corn. Corn is Mexico. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Straight up. Well, we're talking about, like, American stuff. Yeah, well, okay. So, th- so there's that. So from from Nebraska, step zero. So go Huskers if you if you like Go Big that. Red. It's not go Huskers. Go know. Big Red. I, I go to mines Either. or I went to mines. Yeah, well, I pay attention, so. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Former Christ in the City missionary, mm-hmm. recent CU Boulder graduate, yep. Hannah Benish. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. Happy to be here today. It'll be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Drinking some some good old Cannonball Creek beer here. Mm-hmm. Which one is this one again? Golden, Colorado. This is called Tenacious P. It is an Italian style pilsner. We oh, also that. have a coconut stout and. Uh, Rosemary sourdough. A rosemary sourdough saison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saison. Mm-hmm. Saison. Mm-hmm. How French sounding? I don't even know. That is Belgian. Yeah, derp. Mm. Close. <laughs> Close enough. Yes. We're doing it. But yeah. So, in my great introduction of you, I, I mentioned that you did the uh, what is it called? The old Christ in the City. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I guess a good a good way to start off would be uh, what is Christ in the City? Yeah, for sure. That's mm-hmm. a good question. Thank you. I'll try. Uh, yeah, Chrysler City is a nonprofit organization in Denver, Colorado. Um, and first and foremost, it's more of a formation program for the missionaries. And kind of like our big main thing that we do, our apostolate, is we go out on the streets of Denver and serve the homeless there. And it's not not necessarily just like giving them these material things that they mm-hmm. are in need of. Like while we do try to connect them to different resources around the area. Uh, Our primary goal is to just go out and make friends with them and just, yeah, get to know them and to really just see them because so often, so many people just walk by the homeless and don't even acknowledge them as as a human being or Mm -hmm. that they're even there. Um, So we just kind of want to, yeah, our whole mission is to just go out and know and love and serve the poor. And it's not it's not necessarily just just the homeless, but we also acknowledge that yeah, all of us are poor in one aspect or another, whether that is materially or spiritually. Um, as yeah, Mother Teresa would say, like the greatest poverty is poverty of spirit, you know. And yeah, so telling you guys a little bit more about what Christ in City kind of looks like mm-hmm. is we're built on, we have like these four pillars that we kind of go around. And one of them is the apostolic pillar, which I kind of mentioned, and where we go out on the streets and cater to the homeless, befriend the homeless there. Um, another pillar is our intellectual pillar. So every Thursday 
Um, we take classes, whether it's through the University of Mary or the Augustine Institute oh, nice. in Denver. And yeah, those classes are once a week. Um, and just kind of depends, like there's a wide range of topics that we'll go over anywhere from Old Testament, just yeah, learning more about the Bible or um, diving more into like the New Testament and like what, what Jesus, yeah, what his message is there for us as well. Um, yeah, and I think like that is kind of a part of Christ in the City that not a lot of people like really realize that we do, that we still like take classes, but mm. like that's part of like the whole goal is to, to form us in all these aspects of our lives as well and still, yeah, highlighting the importance of an education and like learning more about our faith and like just humans in general as well. Um, one of the other pillars is the human pillar. So, yeah, there's anywhere from 20 to 30 missionaries um, each year. At, and yeah, as each year goes on, this is this is Christ in City's 10th year, mm. I think, coming upon its 10th year wow, nice. as an organization. So, yeah, Dang. big things, big things. Um, and, of course, with each year, there comes more and more missionaries. <laughs> so when, when I was a missionary back in 2016 to 2018, I served for two years, there was around 20 to 25 missionaries. And we all lived together in... Um, in this one house, well, it, <laughs> we actually switched houses from my first year to my second year. Okay. Um, it was actually halfway through my first year, but we used to live in an old rectory. Um, yeah, kind of like South Denver-ish, St. Joseph's Parish. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, then like the diocese like needed that bag for the seminarians, so we're like, okay, where are we gonna go, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> guys? <laughs> um, but thankfully, like again, yeah. Like, the diocese and like generous donors um and yeah saint joseph is is always looking out for christ in the city as well but provided for us graciously um so we ended up moving to like more north denver in the highlands area yeah um and it was this old school actually and so we renovated it and made it into yeah we have little like rooms for the missionaries to stay mm -hmm. in like a kitchen we still have like the old gymnasium as well which oh, like yeah yeah that's yeah. how it be i know how that is yeah <laughs> i know we we're like yes more room to play <laughs> we're like let's go um so yeah that was that was definitely a process um mm -hmm. of just moving our whole life uh, over to this yeah, new place yeah especially you're doing all that too mm -hmm. that's on wild. top of everything yeah. but yeah we like we came through and did the did the transition thing and yeah it just worked out really well but yeah it's definitely a blessing and also a challenge living with mm. 20 other very different personalities because <laughs> yeah. like anyone anyone can do Christ in City so we've had missionaries from Mexico from Ireland from wow. Peru wow. all over the US so just to come to Denver That's just so to weird come to, to Denver about. yeah go figure <laughs> so it's yeah, it's definitely like we call it our little school of love, which yeah. now literally like we're in a school, yeah. but you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just we learn to live together, to clean together, um, go out on the streets and work together. And yeah, I don't know. We just somehow make it work. And when there is like conflict that comes up, like 
we like learn how to just deal with that and like have those harder conversations with, yeah. which like is very hard for me because I'm not very uh, yeah I'm not a big confrontational person to begin with so that no, was same. definitely a big learning curve for me I was like hey, oh. your shoe noises actually bother me <laughs> yeah. I've been praying to the Virgin Mary about your shoe noises <laughs> <laughs> no Eric um, <laughs> stop eating that pretzel over there. <laughs> yeah but also definitely like I've made some of the greatest friends that I'll ever, Mm -hmm. ever have in my life from that experience as well. Um, And then the last pillar is the spiritual pillar as well. So we couldn't, yeah, really couldn't do the work that we do, live together or anything Mm -hmm. without being rooted in Christ first and foremost, Um, which is why, yeah, we start every day at good old 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Every day Next. for two years? <laughs> My goodness. Oh, yes, sir. Gosh. I mean, I would adjust to that, but no, that's I insane. Yeah, I, I was with you. I was like, yeah, I can adjust to this, you know, after doing this every day for two years. And no, I just never did. I just, I'm just not, I'm not a morning person in the sense of that, like, it's so hard for me to wake up in the morning. Like, I love yeah. mornings and, yeah. like, the okay. idea of, like, oh, it's so, like, peaceful and beautiful yeah. and, like, birds are chirping. Yeah, but yeah. But at 6.30, and it's just, like, ugh. <laughs> oh, I like the winter. I'm with you there. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was definitely rough for sure. Um, but, yeah, so we'd start every morning with morning prayer and holy hour. Nice. Um, which, of course, yeah, just, like, made the day so much more fruitful. And, yeah, at least for me, like, I love starting each day with prayer and mm-hmm. just, like, really giving the day to Jesus and just being like, okay, like, whatever comes my way today, Lord, like, I trust that you're going to be here with me and, like, take care of it. Um, Mm. Yeah, and then our day kind of gets started from there. So I guess this is, yeah, kind of morphing more into, like... Like a day-to-day thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, day in the life, day in the life. There's also a nice uh, YouTube video that you can look up, A Day in the Life by Christ in City. Um, Starring yours truly. Let's go! (laughs) Yeah, slightly cringy, slightly cringy. I've had to watch it so many times because we would, like, do training for our lunch in the parks, which I'll get to. Yeah. Um, It's just like, yeah, after just seeing yourself on a projector for that many times it's like okay <laughs> over that yeah um but yeah so we kind of start the day with prayer and then move into breakfast so part of like the community is we have breakfast and dinner together as well and we're we're placed onto cooking teams so okay. each team is in charge of cooking breakfast and dinner for that day okay and yeah that's also where i i learned yeah to cook a lot better and to just be very, <laughs> yeah, that too. Be very flexible and like mm-hmm. adaptable because Crescent City, um, yeah, is a nonprofit, like I mentioned. So we get all of our food and everything else wow. from donations. So every, when I was there, it was every Monday, a food truck would come. And these are places that like go to the grocery store and like take all the food that's like about to expire like they can't like technically sell it anymore but it's still good Mm -hmm. and they take it to like low-income families or organizations such as crisis city (laughs) yeah and so we get these giant food truck orders of 
sometimes very random things and okay. also a surplus of bell peppers. Oh, I can't tell you how many bell gosh. peppers he had. <gasps> really? Okay, what color? You, what color any red? color, mostly. I don't uh, green? Green, red, orange, yellow. That's a blessing because bell peppers. I love are, bell peppers. Bell peppers are great, but they're expensive. Truly, truly, yes. Um, but after eating them almost mm. every day for ah. two years, yeah, Nick. That's <laughs> <laughs> needless to say, I had to take a break from peppers after I was a Christ in City. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, I so know, right? so I'm like the Hispanic in me is yeah. like, that sounds like a dream come yeah, true. A bit. Well, sign up, sign up. Uh, <laughs> Too late for that. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Maybe next year. <laughs> We'll see Who what knows? the Lord's got. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no knows. yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a challenge, but also like mm-hmm. fun because then mm-hmm. like you got to know like other people in your community and like bond in that way of like cooking together, which sometimes would end in disasters or like yeah. man, you would come up with some like really creative, like fun like recipes and yeah. stuff. And we always joked about trying to have like some sort of Christ and City cookbook, but it's like we can never remember what actually we put into recipes. Because like, you're just trying it in the moment, right? Yeah, yeah you're, you're like, like oh. this hopefully works. <laughs> That's the like best we're way. out of That's this. The best way to cook. <laughs> A little bit sometimes, yeah. <laughs> depends, depends. But yeah, yeah, love winging it. Um, and then from there, we would normally go on our street walks afterwards. Okay. okay. And yeah, we're we're put on different street teams um, throughout the year. Typically, two girls and one guy per street team, and then assigned different routes kind of in the Denver area. Um, so we'd go along like Spear Boulevard or downtown Denver, like by the Capitol and like those Capitol Parks over mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, it's by St. Elizabeth's Church. They have like a they have a, a lunch line there that like the, the missionaries would go help out at as well. Just like all over the Denver area, trying to hit the spots where like a lot of like homeless normally mm-hmm. hang out at, and yeah, so we would go out to our normal street routes, and by like staying in the same team and in the same area throughout the year, it yeah, it just kind of provides this this consistency mm-hmm. that a lot that of our sense. homeless friends don't like get a lot in their yeah. lives because it's a lot of yeah, sometimes they are traveling around and don't have like a consistent relationship or friendship in their lives and so yeah us us kids just like showing up and like saying hi mm-hmm. um when one of our homeless friends like hasn't been acknowledged in so long kind of takes them aback sometimes at first they're like okay like what do you want right. like yeah <laughs> calm down there yeah. <laughs> okay you're real cheery like what you trying to do That's so yeah yeah which is which is crazy but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm also this the sad reality of it but yeah we would literally just go out there and have a conversation with them sometimes it was well received and I know there's there's been multiple times where I would go up and introduce myself to someone and they were kind of like skeptical at first but then you just start asking like normal questions like when you first meet someone like Mm -hmm. yeah you first like what's your major I'm sorry (laughs) right right my bad my bad (laughs) No, uh, sorry, I totally... Close, close. <laughs> Any other questions? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. That you would ask. Um, but yeah, 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 just like asking like, where you're from? Mm-hmm, yeah. um, how long have you been in Denver? Mm-hmm. Basic things like that. And you'd be surprised, like, I'd say eight or nine times out of ten when I would do that, like, they would just like start spilling their whole mm-hmm, life story yeah. to me. Yeah. And... 
yeah, I don't know. I feel like you guys, you guys have probably gone on like a couple. I've done one in Boulder, yeah. Before I actually haven't done any, but gotcha. I I'm trying to think. I have had, I think, a couple. Yeah, personal experiences, just like encountering homeless people and like having like even a short conversation. But yeah, like it is kind of surprising. Like, just I think it's because they 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 crave that. Mm-hmm. You know, they crave that intimacy with someone, like that friendship, and so yeah, that like doesn't surprise me how quick they are to share their life. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's so weird because you think like, you know, talking to somebody like who isn't homeless, like if you meet like at school or whatever. Like I said, like you talk to them about their major, right? You'd be like, oh, it's psychology, and then that's like where the conversation ends. Mm. But like, you, like you mm-hmm. said, with with these people, with the homeless people, um, you ask like, where are you from, and then you get like their entire life story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see that contrast. And I think even that, like, kind of hints back towards, like, the different types of poverty that there is. Mm-hmm. Like, with our, with our homeless friends, yeah, they, they struggle with material property, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't, they don't have a home or many things, like, belongings versus, like, college students. Like, yeah, most, most people have a house and yep. mm-hmm. a surplus of things that they need yeah. and things like that. So I think it's, like... Toilet paper. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it because the time. <laughs> you, you just couldn't help yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Did you? The surplus of toilet paper. <laughs> yes, sir. No, sorry. Go on. Um, but yeah, like our our homeless friends don't don't necessarily have those material things that I think sometimes blocks us from, yeah, really diving deeper mm-hmm. and like seeing that like our stories are like something like a gift that we can give versus yeah. like, yeah, perhaps like college students like there are these like other walls that are put up. Perhaps because, like, yeah, they, they've they never really had to experience this, like, material hardships that our homeless friends have had to experience. And yeah. so, like, it's a, it's a little more weird and foreign to them to be like, oh, well, like, I can give you these other things, but, like, I don't want to give you, like, a part of me, a part of my story. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want that. And, yeah, that's also, like, kind of part of our mission as well. Like, we want... I don't know, to just, like, encourage encourage everybody to, yeah, have reverence for one another and, like, experience mm. that vulnerability as yeah. well. Um, but, yeah, just, like, going going on those street walks, it was, it was definitely, like, such a life-giving thing. It, it was, mm. I mean, I'm not going to be, yeah, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, of yeah. course, but there were some days I was, it was very hard to go out there and... Some of the things that you hear as a missionary, like, yeah, it's just very, very hard to take in Mm -hmm. and stuff as well, which is, again, going back to why, like, we all need each other as a community and Mm. need, need our faith lives because we have to, like, process these things and, like, be able to not take, not take our friends' problems on as our own, but, yeah, be with them in that suffering. Like, a lot of times we would kind of compare going out on the streets to um, Mama Mary and John at the foot of the cross, right? Like Damn, that's intense. Holy crap. <laughs> yep, yep. Buckle oh up, boys. Buckle <laughs> up. Let's go. Um, but, wow. like, yeah, like, Mary and John couldn't do anything. Like, yeah. sure, maybe they could climb up the cross somehow and take Jesus down themselves. But, yeah. like, they also knew that, like, that's what Jesus had to do. Like, mm-hmm. that was his cross that he had to carry. And all they could do was simply be with him, which I think a lot of, like, in today's society, that seems like not enough. At least for me, like, I'm a, 
huge empathy people person. So mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you're in pain. Let me help you. Let me yeah, like yeah. take it away and yeah. like yeah, of course. whatever Naturally, else. Yeah. 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 And because it, it like sucks to like see, see someone you, you love. You do. Yeah. yeah, like going through this hardship. But at the end of the day, it's like, no, just like simply being there and like letting that person know like, hey, I'm like here. Like you're not going through this all by yourself Mm -hmm. is one of the greatest things that we can do yeah and so just constantly going back to that image that reminder of of them at the foot of the cross was yeah at least for me just like yeah just like saved me a lot throughout the year and like some of the the friendships that i've made with some of the homeless people that i've met like yeah they went through a lot like alcohol problems problems in relationships abuse whatever else like just like seeing that like it just like broke my heart Mm -hmm. but knowing that like hey like i'm i'm still here with you like i'm not going anywhere like a lot of other people might have left you but like i'm gonna keep showing up Mm -hmm. and yeah just like seeing that like i yeah, I still talk to like some of some of the homeless friends that I've met wow. to this day. Like so crazy. Yeah, because I feel is... like you know, in our world, I guess if you want to put it that way, we don't even have that. That notion is so like <laughs> foreign, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. Even to me, it's like still kind of strange. Yeah. Like, here, I'm that's gonna, so like, cool though. Call up my homeless friend like on the phone <laughs> yeah. and like chat, but like yeah, I know like she like still like cares about me like mm-hmm. it truly is like a friendship that's interesting that's so cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's like that's a big part of it as well which was really beautiful um but yeah kind of like going back into the day in the life of a missionary mm-hmm. uh, after our street walks we would go to mass at one of the different churches kind of around denver mm-hmm. um around noon i i was placed on my route was cap hill okay so oh, I was wow. able to go to Mass of the Cathedral nice. every day, which That's was so like cool. every what? day for two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, oh my gosh! And now, like going back there uh, and like going with other people who've never been there before, it's like they're just like blown. Right. Like their minds are blown. Like this church is it. It is like it truly is. beautiful. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, this is like home. This, this is, is like normal for me. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, which is like such a gift. Such a yeah. gift. Um, but again, like having that, like kind of in the middle of the day and like after street walk, like being able to offer up the conversations that I've had and just kind of, okay, recenter myself of like, okay, like I've already experienced a lot today. Like I need to come back to Jesus mm-hmm. and like, just like take that yeah. breather, you know, um, was yeah, like truly life-giving as well. Um, then we'd go home. Lunch was kind of a free for all. Mm-hmm. Kind of depends on like what you're feeling. If you're a little fancy, cook a little something up. Ooh. Or uh, if you're lazy, kind of like me, you just go for a good old bagel and uh, yeah. <laughs> call it good. Be good. Yeah, same. Honestly, <laughs> same. Ooh, yep, yep. PB and J's, lifesavers, truly. <laughs> and then yeah, after lunch we would either have like our ongoing training so like every every day is a little bit different in the mm-hmm. afternoons um so like on tuesdays we would have training so like we would just learn more kind of like about ourselves okay. um and different topics kind of throughout the year as well um or we would have intern hours so we are also placed on different teams um yeah to kind of help help out and just like learn different skills as well so like i 
was on the communications team as well. So, mm-hmm. like, kind of helping out with, like, social media, um, marketing, things like that. We have volunteers, so just, like, reaching out to the many different volunteers that Christen City has and building up those relationships as well, which is, like, so important for us as well. Like, we want, we want mm-hmm. not only to, like, yeah, invite others in, but, like, be able to equip them to like go out to like their different parishes as well mm-hmm. and like kind of share our mission um different things like that which yeah i think is is also another aspect of christ in the city that's sometimes overlooked as well but it's uh-huh. like yeah you can like whatever you're interested in there are so many different like avenues yeah. at christ in the city and they're mm-hmm. more than willing to like work nice. with you and like find out some position for you where you can contribute to the organization and like grow in the skills that you want to as well so like mm-hmm. they would find something to do with engineering oh for old eric boy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but yeah which was also definitely like such a beautiful opportunity as well um and then yeah we would have dinner all together as a community and then after dinner was either we would Monday night is deep clean the whole house because you know Damn. things would get a little messy. Yep. <laughs> um, and so we we're in charge of like a different area of the house to clean. Okay. And I, oh, pr- probably for most of both years, I was in charge of cleaning the women's bathroom. Nice. And That's honestly, I loved it. I loved <laughs> That's it. That's funny. Like. The people that I was with, like, we would just, like, turn on some jams and just go to town. <laughs> like, nice. Oh, my gosh. It just, like, yeah, made cleaning fun. And, like, yeah. Again, like, taught us that skill of, yeah. like, cleaning up after yourself. And, yeah, like, of course. Things like that. Um, and then we would end every night at 9 p.m. with night prayer. Oh, um, wow. Nice. Nice, yeah. Yeah, and it was just, like, such a beautiful thing to end on. And mm-hmm. there's also this tradition at Christ in City where we would do a Thanksgiving rosary. as well at the end of the night and basically it's like on the our father beads um you would you would pray the glory be um but then on each hail mary bead you would say something that you're thankful for so we're kind of like popcorn style around around like for every decade Mm -hmm. wow yeah yeah so wow you just go around say something specific something Mm -hmm. general like whatever was on your heart like if you wanted to share you just said it and like Hmm. Yeah, that was definitely something that, like, I took with me from that because it's just, like, man, like, expressing gratitude for, mm. for things just, like, leads to so much more. Yeah, for sure, um, yeah. It's just, like, so needed when there's so much, like, negativity throughout the day anyways. Um, in the world and on the media, like, whatever they portray, it's just, like, oh, gosh, like, yeah, need some, like, positivity and, like, to see, like, the goodness, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, that's kind of like what each day would look like um, for the most part. And like I said, like, again, you, you can never really predict yeah. what's going to like yeah. pop up and mm-hmm. come out there. But I feel like that's something that goes with any mission, though, mm. is that you, you know, you can kind of expect what things are going to look like. But at the same time. Yeah, you know something. Yeah, like you said, like something can just pop up and come. That's what makes it so much more fun, though. Yeah, that's what makes mission exciting. Because like you know it's gonna happen on a day to day basis, but you don't. You will never expect that one thing to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Truly, and it's like, that's also like a big like life skill to have Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, for sure. Golly, like all throughout your life, like you're always gonna experience like 
some curveball is gonna Something's be gonna thrown at you. Yeah. You're gonna have to learn how to. <laughs> yeah. Well, like especially yeah. like these days, and like yeah, yeah like you kind of mentioned like us three like transitioning into yeah like different. Like, so who knows what? Yeah. yeah. Who knows exactly. what? Like you have yeah. to learn how to like. Okay, this didn't work out, so we're gonna try yeah. this. Yeah, and... exactly. I mean, completely agree. Mm-hmm. I'd say, like, I mean, I have the clearest path, I think, right now. But even <laughs> then, it's taken two years. That's what you say, yep. boy. It's taken t- literally two years of... Yeah. Yeah, patience. It's taken two years of patience and, and curveballs to, to mm-hmm. get here. So, like, I know what that's all about. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, should we crack open one of these? Yeah. I yeah. Should we open a second one? Which and we'll one? get into the... That's a good question. So what, what else do we have? Well, we, have we have the, the Saison, and we have... The, the macaroon. The macaroon. Should we like intermission and wash the cups and stuff like that? Yeah. Sure. Okay, rinse, so I'll press a little rinsey rinse. Stop. We'll be right back. Let's go buffs. <laughs> well, okay, so we're back as we can see. Rip we can hopefully see. Um, they can't see. No, they can't, as they can hear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unfortunate. We take a little glassware rinsing break and yeah and then we're just break. yeah we're on the rosemary saison the really good the smells soul. really good mm-hmm. oh it's so delicious and then nick tried to cut the last pretzel into thirds and kind of failed so we i did poorly the small part. yeah i cut it like a peace sign instead of actual mathematical <laughs> thirds <laughs> yeah you did so you did, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, excuse me Three years of I, engineering. I can edit it out. I'm going to have to find that. What's that? 31, 39. Okay. Write that down. Oh, yeah. oh, my. Holding true to those low production values, which we as a podcast embrace. Yay. That's okay. Humility, am I right? Sounds like a good virtue ad. you all need. We need sponsors as well. Mm. So, Cannonball Creek, if you want to sponsor us, please. We're, we love you here. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah, this is really good. My first also, time too. Also, Golden so. City Brewery. Mm, hit us up. Time. But we will take the... we will take sponsorships in the form of beer as well. <laughs> you might all forms. You would too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I would. I would. Um, try and no, try and play that. that. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. So I think it's interesting that Christ in the City focuses on people and like the heart of the person more so than not more so than anything but that's like their big emphasis which is interesting because like as you said earlier i'm pretty sure you said it in the like when we were talking when it was recording about like what mother Teresa says about like the greatest poverty is the poverty of love and like the desire of being wanted i think or something along those lines and um because usually when we think of like you know a charity work we think of you know giving a sandwich to a homeless guy and that is like the ultimate interaction that you have with that person and so I feel like this is a very radical ministry in a sense that you're I mean you I'm, you do that right to some extent you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah of course but um, but more so I think the focus is on the the soul of the person I guess mm-hmm. and so if you could elaborate on like yeah I guess reaching out to that type of poverty which is <laughs> honestly very present in like all society regardless of whether like you're homeless well, or not yeah. yeah yeah for sure uh, I think a big, one of the big ways that we try to do that is through our mission trips that we have in the spring, and then we have a couple fall ones where we invite different college campuses to come out to Denver, Colorado, to spend a week with us, just living our lives and serving with us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, yeah, so like we want to show them like, okay, how you can take this back to wherever you're from again, like 
colleges from all across America come yeah. to Denver, which is, again, like crazy to think about that. Um, and to take that back to their campuses and, yeah, like go out on street walks there, start some sort of mm. ministry there for the homeless. But more than that, like, like you're saying, Eric, like we want to form these college students as, as we are being formed as missionaries as well. And yeah, as, as missionaries, we, we have to recognize that there's this, this poverty in each of us as well. Like, like I, man, I learned so much as a missionary. Like mm-hmm. I think I received so much more than I yeah. gave. Isn't that weird how that happens? Yeah. 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 And like, what? Oh, I'm just laughing because, I mean, we talked about this the other day, though, like, it's like a, it's a gift of God. I mean, and it seems like a paradox, you know, like, you gain so much more than you give. Like, you think, like, yeah, how so can I possibly mm-hmm. receive more than what I'm giving? But, like, that's, that's one of the graces from God is, like, when you, when you give willingly and freely, like, he repays in abundance mm-hmm. and not necessarily in ways, like, don't buy into the prosperity gospel, friends. <laughs> At Joel Osteen. Um, yeah, I was thinking uh, that. I was I'm sorry, I one, said it. <laughs> one time I was home in California, and I turned the TV on like late at night, and we don't have cable, but we get like a couple of the local channels mm-hmm. and stuff, and I was like just scrolling through, and Joel Osteen popped up, and I was like, you know what? I've never actually watched Joel Osteen. Let's, I'm just going to watch a few minutes just to see what he says. And it was, ex- it was like the prosperity gospel. It was so wrong. Because he, you know, he's talking about like, oh yeah, you know, if God takes away a job, it's because he's got a better one to give you. Like if God takes this away, it's because he's got a better thing to give. That's mm, not, ne- that's not always true. true. Mm. Yeah. But that's the other thing though, is that like when we, but that is the truth of God is that when we give freely and fully of ourselves to him, like he will always pay us back in, in abundance, like more than we could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, only when we do so in through that act of love mm-hmm. yeah for sure 100%. because when we kind of like give but, expecting something. but expect something yeah. in return is when we're going to be frustrated and get nothing mm-hmm. so. and i think another part of that too is is actually something that i learned in one of our classes at the augustine institute is that there's kind of this image of yeah like like a cup like we are this cup and god's love is pouring into this cup and filling it up mm-hmm but it's overflowing. My cup yeah. overflows. Mm-hmm. My cup overflows. And like, it's not, yeah, I think that free giving of ourselves that you're talking about doesn't come from us. It comes from God, yeah. you know? And I don't know, I think mm-hmm. that's that's part of like that free giving is like when, when you're giving without expecting something in return, that's like a glimpse of like what God the Father has done for us, right? And yeah. Yeah, no, like we can't ever get to that full like, or even like comprehend that type of love, but <laughs> yeah, I think no. we can experience and like give slight like examples of that here on earth as well, and yeah, that's kind of like that's exactly like what we're all called to to do to be and mm-hmm. something that yeah I learned that has been ingrained in me because of Christ in the City is that we're all called to be other Christs, hmm. like we we are Christ in the city. Yeah. We are yeah, nice. to these people going out on the streets, going out to these college campuses. Like, not a lot of people have had the blessing of, yeah, I grew up Catholic and went to Catholic school for 12 years. Not everyone has that experience. Not everyone 
knows knows a faith knows god like like us three have you mm-hmm. know and so we're called to just yeah love people where they're at and like try to be that face of christ to them and yeah if you will like going going into a story that really just like shaped how yeah how i love other people and how i see other people was coming from my my first year as a missionary um, my street team and I would go every Friday or so we would try to visit um, this little old lady named Melanie that we met from a, a previous missionary and she wasn't homeless but she was in low income housing and okay, she yeah. lived in this apartment and was still like you know stand out on the corner trying to like raise a couple couple more bucks just to just to make a living yeah. and things like that uh, but we'd we'd go up there and try to visit with her, and she was this little old lady, like tiny little, like shriveled up lady, and oh, wow. just like such a firecracker. Like she always, she had red hair, um, would chain smoke like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> like every time we would go into an apartment, we would just like open her door, and just like a cloud of smoke would just like come out. We're like. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Time to visit Melanie. Yeah. Um, and wore these like bright red high heels all the time. Like she didn't it's really hilarious. go anywhere, but she just like liked wearing them around. Huh. And she actually, yeah, really didn't like Catholics. Like didn't believe like in anything that we believed in. Had very different views from us and like expressed those, but still loved us. Like whenever we would come and visit, like it didn't matter that we were Catholic and she wasn't like. We just kind of put that aside and would like listen to her stories and share about our lives with her and all these things. Um, What about in December of my first year, we found out that, yeah, Melanie was struggling with, um, she was just having problems with her lungs and was admitted to the hospital and then eventually put on hospice care as well back in her apartment. And so, yeah, we would try to visit her still every day and yeah, just kind of try to be there for her in her final hours. Mm -hmm. And um, one day, one of our formators uh, took my street team and I out to dinner um, just to, like, check in. And, like, the formators are there. They're consecrated laymen and women to, yeah, just really, like, help us in our formation and our spiritual lives and, like, help us process everything that we're going through as well. And I just remember... At one point at dinner, he just he just looked at us and said, you know, how how beautiful would it be that if when Melanie got to the point and met her maker, that she recognized him as the face of love because she saw your face. And like, yeah, that that just like hit me so hard and was very humbling all at the same time because it was like. <laughs> Like, how could mm-hmm. I have that much of an impact on someone's life? Like, how could I, like, be the face of love, like, God, like another Christ to another person? But after that, it's just like, okay, you have, I, like, have to accept this reality that, like, this is kind of, like, my responsibility. Like, I have to live up to this. And, and like, of course, there's a balance of, like, not putting, like, too much pressure on yourself. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. we're all we're all human. We're sinners, you know. But also at the same time, like, recognizing that every encounter is, like, an opportunity to be that face of love to someone else. And from that moment, that has just, like, 
yeah, shaped how I view like every person, every encounter, whether it is, yeah, I don't, I don't really go out on street walks anymore. Like mm-hmm. since I'm not a missionary, like I really don't have that many encounters with, with homeless people anymore, but mm-hmm. just throughout like, yeah, other college students or people I work with or my family, like recognizing like, okay, like I, if I can like just love them and like be the space of love to them in this moment, in this present moment, like I think that's like enough in like what God's asking me to do. Um, yeah, so that's just been like a huge, huge thing that's like just like opened my eyes of how, yeah, I go about like treating other people and I don't know, just sharing my life with them as well. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that that experience, you know, inside Christ of the City, so including that, like everything else in that as well, uh, continues on in your life today, even though you're not doing, like you said, like even though you're not doing like street walks, mm-hmm. but it's like it's still persistent in, like, with college. I don't know, I think that's really cool because, I mean, like we mentioned earlier, like, there's still that poverty today in society. So, yeah. wow, damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think for me, like, that's what we're called to do, though, as mm-hmm. Christians. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, especially since you did have that experience of, and like you said, like, being in that school of love through Christ in the city, you have to take that with you. Mm-hmm. Because... That's what we're called to do. You know, we we live our life as a school of love and 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 that love is Christ's love and yeah, like we have to take that with us in whatever we do. So Yeah. 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 And like slight side tangent, but like yeah, like you're saying, us as as Christians, like that's that's kind of what we're we're built on and what we're supposed to be known for is just like loving other people mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and I think yeah. yeah there's a lot of like I don't know people not accepting as much um these days and mm-hmm. things like that and just like bad reputations but I think that was one of the other like biggest things that like I took from Christ in City is just like loving people where they're at yeah like yeah it's huge honestly it it really is like it doesn't matter like what you've done what you're Mm -hmm. doing currently like okay yes we should we should all be like striving for like virtue and like Mm -hmm. growing closer to god but like not other people have like had our formation so it's like who are we to like go out there and like judge these people like exactly oh like you're falling into this sin again well you shouldn't be doing that no like yeah. Okay, like I'm yeah. sorry that you're struggling with yeah, this. Exactly. I'm gonna yeah. love you through it no matter yeah. what. I I just started rereading um Paul's letter to the Romans and in the first two chapters that's what he talks about is is that we will we will be judged by the law mm-hmm. by which we judge. Yeah, it's like in our father, forgive us yeah. our trespasses mm-hmm. as we forgive those who trespass. Exactly. No way. And yeah. so yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like part of that Christian love is yeah, is like exactly what you said. Paul talks exactly about that. Like you can't go out and I mean condemn people in your own heart. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not the judge. Heck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you are going to be judged by that by the same law, like you said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the virtues that we strive for 
you know, when we bring that to other people, it's it's showing them how to share in that and how to live in that and not so much as projecting what we have onto them. Mm-hmm. Or, or I guess like like projecting yeah, projecting yeah. what we see in ourselves and like their lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's not Christ's love. And it was making me think of our conversation the other day, Eric, when we were talking about just like theology of the body and like in marriage, yeah. but it, it's so much more than just marriage of like that oh, Trinitarian yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we're called to reflect. Yeah. And I mean, you guys are doing that in Christ in the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, like you said, like we're all called to do this. And I think like, I don't know, like the more people that we can like reach and like share this, share this message with, like, I think then like, things will start to change more, you oh, know? Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's so easy to, to look at ourselves and say, like, oh, well, I don't do this, I don't do that. But, yeah. like, you know, like, again, like, who are we to compare sins? You yeah, know? for example, yeah, like, 100%. People wonder, I think, like, in my long life, I've wondered, like, how does someone commit, like, what is the first or second commandment, like, have other strange gods or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's like, so easy. But it is. And I think, at least in my life, one way of that happening is through judgment of other people because you're you're saying that i i have the capacity to judge you you know yeah. what i'm saying in this not like ju- like yeah. not like judge yeah. like oh this is right and this is wrong sure someone may be sinning that may be wrong and like you have to stand by that like that is wrong but the idea of like oh now they're a pathetic worthless piece of crap like that's a sin like they're how can you say you who is literally the same thing as they are that they're worthy of hell or anything like that you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. and then also furthermore like, as Christians, we're, like, and it's in the name, like, we're called to be Christ-like. And so, mm. what did Christ do for literally all of us, including that person that you see and are judging, but die for them, you know? So. Yeah. 100%. And a lot of it, yeah, is, like, recognizing our own, like, weaknesses and sin. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that balance there of, like, being gentle with ourselves, but also recognizing, like, we all sin. Like, we're mm-hmm. all on the same page here. Like. And, like, when do we... and when we don't sin, by whose power is that? It's mm. only by God's power, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when we strive and succeed, if you want to put it that way, it's only because of, it's only because of God's grace, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, because of anything mm-hmm. you did, I think. Yeah, and like another huge piece of this is like also being able to receive love. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like we kind of mentioned like the cup overflowing. And yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah, definitely like through that experience with Melanie and... Um, throughout my first year like experiencing how to love others but I think yeah even at my my time like leaving Christ in City and just like thinking back to other experiences like I'm not we aren't able to love other people unless we're able to receive first and like first love ourselves mm. and a huge part of that like yeah I've I've struggled for so long of just like loving myself and like trying to receive love from other people because it's like I don't know like you don't know what I've done, X, Y, and Z, like, I don't deserve it. Yeah. But a huge thing, another quick story, but during my second year, that really, like, opened my eyes to this is um, every year around um, the beginning of May, we would go on a pilgrimage, a walking pilgrimage in New Mexico. Uh, in Chimayo. Chimayo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And... Um, yeah, so we walk four days, and each day is about, like, anywhere from 10 to 17 miles each for a total of 54 miles. Yeah. I suck at math, so math I'm not going to try it. Yeah. Degree, so, no. <laughs> Figure that out if yeah. you will. 
Um, but yeah, and each night we would stay at like a different parish and like, it, it, yeah, it was just like such an incredible experience, truly. Um, but my second year, uh, it's definitely more of a mental thing. I don't know if y'all have done like walking pilgrimages before, but it's like physically, like I could do it just fine. But mentally, it's like, mm. man, like the self-talk of like, oh, I can't do this. I can't yeah. go on anymore. It just like kills me. Um, and so having mm. already done this my first year, second year was a lot harder because it's like, I know how much longer there is mm-hmm. and like the terrain oh, and things yeah, like that. So yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm like spoiler dying. alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, but yeah, like again, thankfully, like through the first two days, like fellow missionaries just like encouraged me through like really tough spots and like finally made it. Third day of the pilgrimage, I was like, okay, like, I'll be fine. I was talking to another missionary. I was like, I can do this. Like, I was telling her, hey, like, look, I just, I just can't be alone, and I can't be at the end of like, all of us. She's like, okay, I got you. Like, started walking. It was fine, and she was walking with me, and, and then I was just like, I just go. Like, <laughs> just slow down. Save yourself right now. <laughs> Literally. So what happened? I ended up at the back of the thing uh-huh. by myself walking. I was like. Okay, I'm just going to pray a rosary every mile and offer it up for someone, Damn. different intention. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> got about to like mile seven or so, seven of 17 of the day. Oh. And um, there were also, it was kind of like through like the farmlands back country of New Mexico. And so there were a lot of like, a lot of people had dogs. Okay. And I'm fine with dogs, but I was like, uh, like a little apprehensive because I'm like I'm not about to like get bit by a dog or yeah. anything so like help me out so and like normally like the nice dogs weren't like put on a chain and they would like kind of follow us around and whatever and like the meaner dogs were like on a chain or like fenced in mm-hmm. got to this house um two dogs not chained up came running at me, like, started barking, like, very aggressively. I was oh, like, no. oh, boy. Here comes the martyrdom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I was scared out of my mind. I was like, shit, like, what do I do? Like, yeah. okay, here are my options. I can, like, try to, like, run up to these dogs with yeah. my backpack on, uh, like, tired as crap, like, miles try to fight them off, which might just piss them off more yeah. and, like, whatever. Or I can just try to keep walking peacefully, pray my rosary extra hard, <laughs> and hope for the best. Yeah. So I opted for the second option. But sure enough, um, they still came running at me, and one of them just, like, bit right behind my knee. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. I still have a little baby scar from it. Right. But, like, yeah, after that, I was like... How did you survive? Okay. Okay. It was... It, like, wasn't, like, too bad. It was just, like, a deep, like, poke okay. type okay. thing. Um, but, like, the adrenaline just kicked yeah, in. And yeah, I, was, I like, can imagine. My fellow missionary, John Vargo, is in front of me. I must catch up to him. When, like, other people, there were, like, a couple missionaries, like, behind me, not mm-hmm. as far. But for some reason in my head, I was like, I have to catch up. I have to go. So I just, like, dead booked it. Like, started speed walking wow. like you couldn't believe. Caught up to him. Wait, hold like, on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this dog straight bit you. Yeah. It didn't bite anybody else. No. <laughs> That's, this is part of it. Part okay, of it. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
finally caught up to John, and, like, it was a very glorious reunion, because, like, he had been walking by himself for a while, and, like, we were chatting, and a couple minutes into walking together, he goes, you're bleeding. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got bit by a dog. He goes, dude, what? <laughs> and thankfully, thankfully, again, part of, like, divine intervention, yeah. he was one of the only missionaries that had a walkie-talkie to like oh, radio our guides okay. so he like radioed in and was like yo like Hannah's been bit by a dog like somebody come pick her up <laughs> and so we're like we caught up to one of the other formators who was my spiritual director and another missionary and told them what had happened and just from then on it was just like overwhelming love like um one of the other missionaries just like took my backpack like he carried mm. it the rest of the day actually for me and John took the rosary um, that I was walking with and carried that the rest of the way. And another missionary took my prayer intentions and carried them with him the rest of the day. Wow. And it was just like, oh my gosh. And yeah, I ended up going to the hospital. <laughs> and it, it was just like, it was hilarious. But like, I've never felt more loved in my life. Like, mm -hmm. And I, I, yeah, again, don't really know how to, like, fully explain it, but it was just, like, I was kind of, like, helpless, and I was just, like, crying, because I was, like, in shock of, yeah. like, what happened, and, like, terrified, yeah. and, like, all these things, but I was just, like, I can't do anything except, like, receive all this love right now, mm. and, like, let people love me, and, like, help me, and, yeah, that's been, like, another moment that has stuck with me from Christ in the City, like, who knew that like being bit by a dog was an answered prayer right yeah. so I was like god like I can't go on anymore like help me get through this pilgrimage like help me like to start loving myself more and boom <laughs> that's so whack bit by a dog <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's just like yeah like through that like yeah like at least for me like it took like this kind of bigger thing to like mm -hmm. happen for me to like realize like wow like i like so many other people like love me so much yeah like and i i'm just like too stubborn or mm. prideful or whatever else mm -hmm. to like not let them love me when it's like no actually like i deserve to be loved like that and yeah there's no shame in that at all <laughs> Which is still, like, weird to, like, say and accept, but it's, like, okay. Like, if I'm going to, like, love other people as Christ loved them, I have to, like, love myself and accept that love for me as well first before I do that. Yeah. Because you're accepting how Christ loves you. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, still so hard. Mm-hmm. So hard. <laughs> but we're on this journey. <laughs> Yeah. On this pilgrimage. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the CFRs say, vamos a llegar poco a poco. Wait, who says that? The CFRs. The oh, Franciscan yeah, yeah, Friars yeah. of the Renewal. That's like mm -hmm. how, if you, if you watch them, if you watch Father Mark Mary mm -hmm. on the Ascension videos, like mm -hmm. that's how he ends every video. We're pilgrims in this world. Vamos. Oh, yeah, poco a poco. Yeah, little by little, vamos a llegar. Mm -hmm. We go together. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. God's good. Damn. 
<laughs> Two dams from Eric today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is it the second one? Mm-hmm. Oh, you damn. do that after my other, uh, my three. <laughs> Trace. Uh, no, I yeah. think that's I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. Mm. Whether they're like you know, um, like yeah, whatever, like a sophomore getting a business degree, or like even an adult for that matter, like in the workforce, whatever, or like even like you know a fourth year seminary, and they always have like I've seen it. And I and with myself as well, like there's this hard. It's hard to accept love, mm. and it's hard to. I don't know why, but that's the way it well, is. I know why. Why? It's because we're facing our own weaknesses. Ooh. Mm. Okay. It's hard to accept love because we don't want to look at our own weakness. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Because it's like through that vulnerability of seeing our weakness and. And really just facing it and, and sitting with it. And that's the only way you're able to accept love. Because when someone loves you, they see past your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Damn. But still, <laughs> yeah. but still, it's like, even thinking about my own mm-hmm. life, like, having other people share and open up to me about, like, their weaknesses, it's mm-hmm. like, so what? Like, yeah, no, I don't yeah, care. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, so again, like, why is it still so hard for me, like, I see my own weaknesses. Why can't I love myself? I would say because <laughs> we're not theologians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are not theologians. I don't even have a college degree. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I think it's just easier to give to look past others and not our own because we we don't want to face it because we. Oh, I'm trying to, the way you said that had me going and I just showed mm-hmm. myself um, but I, I, I think part of that reason too of why it's still hard to look at our own weakness uh, I'm just like because right the now. devil wants our soul well partly I mean yeah I, I mean, mean you know, we're distracted by other things but I think um, you know aside from from just like not wanting to face our own weakness I think I think part of it is is because we, especially when you are striving for virtue, striving for Christ, and you're growing in in the interior life, mm-hmm. you you know what you're capable of, mm-hmm. you know what you're mm-hmm. striving for, and so then when you fail to live up to any of those, there's kind of I think a, a natural disappointment in that. And, I, mm. and part of that is because I, I would say, you know, of our fallen nature. Mm. Um, but I, I think part of it is just because we know we can do better. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's still hard to get past that. Yeah. Because we kind of sit in that shame and that's something that's rooted in us um, as humans. But mm. at the same time, it's like the only way to get rid of that shame is to accept love. Mm-hmm. And except Christ. No, duh. It's like the only way to get rid of your sins is to go to confession. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that makes it yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like, kind of going off of that as well, that, yeah, one of my good friends and I just talked about this the other day is that, like, yeah, when you, when you, when I say the word original, what's the thing that, that you think of next? OG. But yeah, original. <laughs> original gangster. <laughs> I think of Adam and Eve, the original gangster. Shout out to Ice T. <laughs> Sponsor them. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we think sin. original sin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we automatically think original sin. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of ingrained in us. But my friend was like, no, like, original goodness. Ooh. Like, before original sin, like, oh, they're, you're originally <laughs> <OG>. good. <laughs> OG, OG. Yeah. Literally. Oh, that's but it's like, that's true, it's so easy to just, like, yeah, be so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then I think from that, it translates to being hard on other people. But yeah. it's like, Again, going back to just, like, that root of, like, accepting, like, our original goodness. Like, mm. you're created in his image and likeness. Like, he's mm. good. Yeah. He is pure goodness. So, of course, like, we are good, too. Yeah. So, like, when we accept that and see that in ourselves, like, we're able to see that more in other people. And at least for me, like, I can see it in other people a lot more clearly. Yeah. But then kind of going backwards of like, well, if I can see it in other people, like, What's maybe that? I do see it in myself, oh, okay. too. Like, yeah. I think a part of it also has to do with humility and realizing that, like, all goodness comes from God. Mm. You know? Because, uh, I think so often, like, if you're, like, if, like, say, like, you know, you're in Capitaville, whatever that means to you. You know, like, whatever, Denver. that's, like, community. Wait, what? I said Denver. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Shout out to you, Archbishop Aquila, for making Capitaville. Mm. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like, say, like, you're doing, like, mission work, whatever. Like, it's Christ in the City. Or, like, for me, I did Totus Tuus, right? And so that's where my draw most of, like, these similar experiences from. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and where it's, like, you know, you get served, right? But you're serving, and that's just, like, such a, like, contradictory thing. And it's so hard to, like, accept that type of service and that type of love from somebody else. But, like, it will only look good or it'll only be good unless you accept it. And mm-hmm. so you literally just have to sit there and be loved. But you're just like, no, wait, I'm supposed to be doing something. But the fact of the matter is, is that the, all, all the good that you can do is from God. And, like, so, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, humility required mm-hmm. both to receive and to give. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, that just, like, reminds me so much of, like, yeah, Jesus washing the apostles' feet, mm. like, servant leader. Like, he's down there, like, in the nitty-gritty, like, <laughs> some nasty feet, like, washing them. Yeah. Just to show them as the example of, like, like you are saying, like, yeah, like, receiving and just being in that moment. But also, like, in order to give, you have to receive. That's the fourth time I said it. I'm sorry. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. So, now what? I don't know. I don't know. I think that, like, that wraps it up. That does. We hit the We hit the the jackpot. Yeah. And it's the love of God. Mm. Yeah. Truly. It is. Life is a school of love. What? Life is a school of love. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. So don't you ever forget it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hannah, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Thank Both you for y'all. sharing. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Okay, <laughs> 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 <It's nice. laughs> No, it was honestly, like, this was so good. And, yeah. like, just being able to, like, go back and, like, think about these moments mm. and, like, sharing them mm-hmm. as well. Because it's, yeah, it's, like, not easy, like, having these two years of experience and, like, it's... It's hard to explain to other people who haven't yep. experienced it as well. But, like, I don't know. I learned so much, and it's formed me into who I am today. Mm-hmm. So, like, thank you for this opportunity to, like, 
be able to share it. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christian life, a witnessing to to Christ moving in your life. So. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well. Well. Until next thank time. Thank you friends. for uh, tuning in. I guess or yeah. clicking play on the button. Yeah. And listening and share with your friends. Share with your, oh yeah, uh, straight up share with your friends. Share with Especially your friends. if you liked it. Like if you liked if it. If you do honestly like what we're doing, I mean, I mean, yeah, because you know, uh, like the salvation of souls. It is all about the salvation of souls. It's in baby Jesus' hands, not mine. Yeah, mm. it's not in our hands. <laughs> we're just the instrument. But share with your friends if you think this is a good thing. Uh, uh, follow us on Instagram. Yes. At Nick underscore and underscore Rick. Un- underscore podcast. podcast. Yes. So the Nick and Rick <laughs> podcast. That's the full thing. Instead of spaces, use underscore. Like it's like. R-I-C-K if you're coding or something like that. And also Nick, the only ways you should ever spell him. Well, my name is E-R-I-C. But I know, yeah. but we had to change it. It's okay. <laughs> it happens. And uh, yeah, you up. can also, if you've got any complaints, concerns, suggestions, uh, recommendations, or if you just want to affirm us because we might need it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can shoot us an email at uh, Nick and Rick Podcast There's at no gmail. spaces, right? dot com. No spaces. Yeah. Thank you for interrupting me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm no, no, no. Say it again. Say it again. I don't Nick and Rick Podcast at gmail.com. No spaces. No spaces. Yeah. So yeah. Great. Well, we'll see you. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of spicy stuff in the in the. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming at you. We're gonna bust out as many episodes as possible before I go on my mission here at the Culture Project. So. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll talk, talk about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, well. Well, thank you again, Hannah, for uh, coming to yeah uh, talk. For sure. Thanks. Great guys. All right. Adios, Adios kids. kids.